from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome to the celebration of the daily televised Mass. My name is Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from three donors. The first is Aldea Gervais from Gatineau, Quebec, in memory of her husband Fred, and for the living and deceased members of the Baudry and the Gervais families, for all the victims of disasters, and in thanksgiving for the daily televised Mass. The second are the Knights of Columbus of St. Joseph Assembly in Edmonton, Alberta, in support of the daily televised Mass. The third are anonymous donors from St. John's, New Brunswick, in support of the daily televised Mass. The Eucharist that I celebrate today is of special significance for me today because 47 years ago on Friday the 13th of July, the late Arch Cardinal Simon Pimenta put his hands upon me and ordained me a priest. Um, as I look back on all these years, I remember the story of a little 10-year-old girl who was determined to count the stars of the heavens. And so she went up into the roof and started counting one, two, three. When she reached about 200, she just said, oh my goodness gracious me. I didn't know there were so many stars in the heaven. And after 47 years of being a priest, I feel like saying the same thing. Oh my goodness gracious me. I did not know how many blessings I've received in this life. And so as we carry on with this Eucharist, it's a time to give thanks to God, to give glory to God, to ask God for the things we need, and to say sorry for the things we have done wrong. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The vision of Isaiah, son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the teaching of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What to me is the multitude of your sacrifices, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls of, or of lambs or of goats. When you come to appear before me, who asked this from your hand? Trample my courts no more. Bringing offerings is futile. Incense is an abomination to me. 
new moon and Sabbath and calling of convocation, I cannot endure solemn assemblies with iniquity. Your new moons and your appointed festivals my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of, weary of bearing them. When you stretch out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead for the widow. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do you think that I've come to bring peace on the earth? I have not come to bring peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be the members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose, who lose their life for my sake will find it. <coughs> whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of the righteous person will receive the reward of a righteous person. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of, his, of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. And when Jesus finished instructing his disciples, he went on from there to teach and proclaim his message in their cities. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus taught people and invited them to come and follow him. But he set down conditions very sternly. The kingdom of God had an urgency about it. There was no time for people to go about and say farewell, no time to have parties to say a farewell party, no time even to do things that were necessary or things that were social duties, things that you and I can't do today, namely to give a burial for one's father or for one's mother. If you prefer your father or your mother before me, you are not worthy of the kingdom of God. Jesus seems to be pretty stern about these things. And the reason is because you and I well, if somebody dies, we have a wake, and then the next day we have a burial. We have a season of mourning. For the Jewish people, if a father died and a son had to go and bury the father, he would have to take on all the responsibilities that his father had while his father was alive. If his father was an indentured laborer and had signed a deed with a... With a owner of the house or with an owner of a vineyard to serve him for five years, then the son had to fulfill that obligation. And so Jesus, when he calls people, he calls them to not only follow him, but to follow him immediately, leave everything behind. Jesus compares his kingdom with Sodom and Gomorrah in our first reading from, Isaiah, from the prophet Isaiah. Now, whenever you and I think about Sodom and Gomorrah, we think about sinful cities, and they usually have to do with sexual sins. In fact, 
one of the sins of sexual assault is named after one of these two cities. And yet, during this whole passage from Isaiah, we hear more of social justice rather than of things that have to deal with, uh, with sexual morality. And he ends up with those words, the best way for you to change your lives, Sodom and Gomorrah, the best way for you in order to avoid the punishments that are due to you is to take care of the hungry, to take care of the widow and the orphans, to see that justice is done, not to uh, tamper with the weights that you have when you sell things. Sodom and Gomorrah got a very bad public relation or press release. And in fact, we commend or we comment on Sodom and Gomorrah as being the signs of depravity and the signs of debauchery. And yet, we will hear Jesus being very firm about the own cities in which he lived in, the cities of Chorazin, the cities of Bethsaida, and the cities of Capernaum. Bethsaida is a little city just to the north of the Sea of Galilee. It was over here that Jesus called Peter and Andrew, and later on he called Philip. And if we read Mark's Gospel, chapter 8, we will find that Jesus heals a, bl a blind man. These people in Bethsaida knew who Jesus was. He had done many great works in their midst. And because they had done great, he had done great works in their midst, they should have given him the honor and the respect that he deserved. In the Mass, we will say later on, it is right to give God, it is good, let us give thanks to the Lord our God, and we will reply, it is right and just. It should have been the so with Bethsaida, and more so with Capernaum. Capernaum was like the center of Jesus' activity. It was here that he had done some marvelous miracles. We are told that Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. And that same evening, we are told, the whole village came, bringing their lame and their blind and their deaf, and Jesus healed all of them. So Jesus was well known to them. The, the leader of the synagogue, Jairus, came up to Jesus and said, heal my daughter. And Jesus brought her back to life, his 12-year-old daughter. And on the way there, he had met a woman who had been with a hemorrhage for 12 years. And as Mark tells us in the gospel, she had spent all her money on the doctors. And instead of getting better, she got worse. Jesus had done this miracle. So people had known Jesus well. Like Bethsaida and like Capernaum, they should have given him respect, honor, and glory. What did they do? They, in fact, gave just the opposite. They condemned John the Baptist, and they condemned Jesus. Jesus because he ate with tax collectors and sinners. Jesus calls you and me to walk in the light because he is the light to all nations. Jesus also says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus calls us to walk in the right path. But many of us choose the way of the wicked and the company of scorners. Many people say, if only I walked in the time of Jesus, I would be doing all the right things. The fact is, the scribes and the Pharisees saw all these things, 
but they preferred darkness to light. They preferred the way of sinners because their hearts were hardened. You know, you and I cannot say to God, God, guide, me, guide my steps. We, it is totally useless to say this if we are not willing to move our feet. God calls us to the way. God calls us to the light. The choice is ours. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we pray together? Let us pray for our televised community, for all of them, all of you who have asked for prayers, especially during this time of uh, the pandemic, so that those who have got small businesses may be able to get on their feet again, and for those who are renting, that they may be able to pay their rents and manage to put food on their table. For this, we pray to the Lord. For our church leaders, the Pope, our bishops, our priests who lead us in our services, for our civil leaders who take care of the needy and those in the front line, we pray to the Lord. For all our sponsors of today, for Fred Govire, may the Lord grant him eternal rest. For Fred Gervais, may the Lord grant him eternal rest. And for all the others who have asked us to pray for those deceased, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our Loving and gracious God, we thank you for the gifts that you have given us and continue to give us day by day through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy children. May this oblation dedicated to your name purify us, O Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For just as through your beloved Son you created the human race, so also through him with great goodness you formed it anew. 
And so it is right that all your creatures serve you, all the redeemed praise you, and all your saints with one heart bless you. Therefore, we too extol you with all the angels, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with Saint Henry, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us share a sign of peace with, with whoever we are with. God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you. 
through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go now in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. like to sponsor a Mass or share in sponsoring a Mass, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details. <laughs> <laughs>